Hello and welcome to Pumped, the inside podcast by Schwalbe. I'm your host Tobias Wogon and I'm talking with Schwalbe athletes from different disciplines, from downhill to cross country, from triathlon to road racing. Today we're talking to Joe Barnes. The Scotsman from Fort William used to be one of the best and most talented rider on the EWS circuits. And two years ago, he stepped back from racing to build his own team around him. How he is training and living in Fort William at the moment, you will find out in this episode of Pumped. Hey Joe, how are you and where are you right now? Hi Toby, I am very good, thank you. And I'm sitting upstairs in my shed in Fort William, Scotland. So you're you're at home where you where you grown up, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. I grew up in this area, moved home a few times, but yeah, in Fort William. Nice. So we get to know each other at the Maxi Avalanche in Sweden 2011. And a lot changed since then. You have been one of the yeah. most successful enduro racers for some times and ridden for the best team in the EWS. How do you look back on that time? Yeah, it's actually amazing to put it like that because like, you just don't think about these things yourself, I think. But yeah, to be part of the Canyon team, uh, we were world champions on that setup. And yeah, since we met, that was before world enduro so we were just doing mass start races that was the best racing you could do on a trail bike and definitely world series. <laughs> it's so much happened actually so much has happened yeah and um do you sometimes miss these uh, mass start events uh they're pretty they are good but they are very dangerous so i'm not <laughs> i'm not certain about that i used to like them because i thought they really They did push you on. They like when you're racing, you've got the the fear of people around you, which you, you do ride a little bit quicker than normal. I think so. That was quite cool. I thought I was enjoying that at the time, um, but I've had a few collisions, so I've got a love hate relationship with them. So I think two years ago you um, you stopped racing EWS, um, even you yeah. still had some good results. And then you started to building your own yeah. team. So why you step yeah. out of the big professional team and decided to do your own thing? Yeah, it was it was kind of a, a while coming, actually. I, I wanted to do it for a few years, or I had it in the back of my mind anyway as something that I really wanted to do. Um, and it wasn't a conscious decision to do less World Series. I, I, the plan actually this year was to go back to full World Series, but just setting the team up was an undertaking in itself and I didn't want to rush into the new platform uh, and just not do as a successful job as I, I knew I could do with it. So the first year of the team was definitely just seen as a building year. Um, and yeah, it kind of coincided with, uh, I had a son as well and just lots of little things came together last year um, and just, yeah, used it as a, a building year really. And then you spent more time at home in, in Fort William last year? Uh, yeah, it was a little bit more time. Basically, I missed the first two World Series, um, which was New Zealand, Tasmania. Uh, and that gave me a much longer off-season 
Um, and that was kind of the main difference, really. And then I still went to the Alps in the summer, took my camper van out and uh, took the family there. Uh, so, yeah, a little bit more time at home and a little bit more time to make some films as well. So it was kind of a nice balance, actually. Yeah. So going back to the time before EWS, um, you yeah. you got already quite popular with the the videos you you made with your friends with the dudes of Hazard. Yeah. And yeah. in the videos, you always, <laughs> yeah, come over quite uh, chaotic and clumsy. How does that fit into a professional racing schedule and racing team? Uh, it it was weird. It didn't actually gel at the start, unsurprisingly, because although I don't know, I just was more was just used to racing for years. Um, well, not on a professional team, but to quite a high standard anyway. So, like, I, I had my own system and my own way to do things. Uh, and then slotting onto a team where you sort of working with other people that you're not used to working with was a shock to the system for me. Um, <laughs> but uh, it actually, it was really cool. And it, I stayed on that team and from the start of the World Series for six years. So we, like, really grew and got really good friends with everyone involved so um but yeah they're sort of i suppose chaotic but more just the the things of factory team values i didn't see the value in some of them myself so like i was more than happy to stay in my van and have a bit more time look like tr not traveling at a race venue and i didn't mind just jumping in the sea for my wash and <laughs> like lots of little things that uh, could be seen as chaotic but i saw them as quite a refined setup Uh, yeah, so there's a bit of differences, definitely. And coming from a privateer lifestyle to the EWS yeah. team, how how did that improve your your riding and um, yeah, and everything around? Yeah, I think. Well, looking back, because I raced downhill for quite a few years, not on a team, and looking back, I think the confidence a team gives you is probably the main benefit from it um so that was the main change for me just like i don't know feeling like you you're sort of justifying your place there and um yeah even just the confidence the support your support um crew can give you was huge so that was the main difference for me and i think i definitely my riding improved through that uh for the first in the first couple of years that i was yeah on the team And for a long time, you were um, team colleague from Fabian Barrel, who's one of the yeah. uh, the rider who thinks, yeah, about the small things on the bike and regeneration and all that stuff. He lives in nice hotels and eats yeah. restaurants. While you are, <laughs> you and your mechanic yeah. were traveling with a camper around and and slept in the camper the yeah. whole time. How does yeah. these two worlds fit together? Uh, that was it actually fitted really well we sort of well Fabian's very um well he's very focused as everyone is on a race weekend so obviously he has to put a lot yeah everyone has to put priority on themselves and what they want to achieve so you're sort of like working as a team is uh yeah you work as a team but in an from an individual perspective it's quite I'm trying to think how to describe this but 
What was the question again? <laughs> um, how those worlds fit together with one guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the world. yeah exactly. Uh, we actually bounced off each other a lot because I love bike setup and spend a lot of time myself tinkering and inventing little things for my bike. Um, so, it's, yeah, we could sit down and chat about these little tweaks and modifications and things in pretty good detail. But that was sort of at race weekends, but we we didn't really discuss training techniques or anything before the race weekend together. We just sort of came together at the time, and it worked really well. We both have a very similar approach, actually, uh, to practice and all sorts. And could you benefit from his experience, and um, could he benefit from your yeah, more easy yeah. lifestyle? Uh, yeah oh definitely yeah we could definitely benefit from i think the same with from lots of people but yeah i suppose uh trying to think the best ways to gel and benefit was um yeah i'm, I'm coming across here thinking let me just think about this <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got me <laughs> that's good that's good <laughs> take your time <laughs> i suppose it's that whole you build up for for so long before a race weekend in your own mind and in your own setup and you have to be really confident and really sure about what you're doing so uh when when you do like pick up tips and learn from each other even little things like diet or a little warm-up routine i almost store it at the back of my mind and then come back to it so Yeah, it's almost like the notebook or the the race uh, recap from what you want to improve on or how you think you can improve afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, I think like there'll be a lot of aspects go more into that and then you sort of think about it and work on it yourself afterwards. Uh, and then I then come into the next weekend with, yeah, maybe with a slightly refined setup myself that I've learned from, from Fabian through. But uh, I'd say it would be more like that is the way I worked it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So and now yeah. in your in your new team you're surrounded by many friends who support you and um so that that means you yeah. you got to know both sides the super professional team yeah. and a team yeah. where you're su surrounded by by friends. What works better for you and your riding? Uh, I just to be honest I love both. The um yeah, this year Well, with setting up this team, I've brought Lachlan, a local rider, on board. And so th that was sort of an, in a development aspect as well because, uh, yeah, just because I really want to see him do well and learn from being on a slightly more professional setup of the team I've set up, even though it's maybe not as professional as some others. But, um, yeah, so that was that was like another step forward Um And it's just yeah, really relaxed atmosphere. We like I was saying, we the first year we well we did all the Scottish races and uh, I did three World Series. But then this year we were going to take Ferg out to the first two and have it uh, him as race support um, and put more emphasis on the the World Series. So it's almost yet to be tested. I think mm -hmm. the uh, hazard racing at world level team. Um, but I've plenty of experience to draw from, so I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to putting that properly into practice. 
And what what are your your goals with with the team? Uh, yeah, well, I want to. Um, I'd, I'd quite like to get um, top ten series on my orange bike because I I rode orange obviously for years before Canyon and loved loved the bikes of the way they ride and think they've not really been pushed for a few years on on that world level. Um, so that's my goal. It's just that race results um and yeah just see how that goes really <laughs> <laughs> so yeah as you already uh, said you're from fort william and this yeah. style of the trails you build around fort william is super unique and they are super yeah. steep tight turns and you're riding mm -hmm. them so incredible fast it's it's crazy yeah. <laughs> um but how does this riding helps you Uh, to prepare for a season in the Alps and with this long stage races? Well, yeah, it's, I suppose uh, it's a tricky one, that, because, well, I always just build a track um, that I think is going to test me. Um, and so that's generally in, it gets sort of as, as gnarly as possible, find the steepest hills as possible. Um, but then that's one thing actually going back to Fabian one thing that I learned from him was we'd always ride together at the team camp and I'd be coming down the inside and then just square the turn off because that's the way you kind of ride mud and technical tracks where you just aim for the next point of grip um, and he'd be like what are you doing <laughs> you're not arcing your turns at all so then I'd be like oh yeah I forgot I <laughs> forgot you meant to like rail a turn and, and not just ride down the inside and square it off so Uh, the, yeah, you have to be aware that if you only ride tracks like Fort William, then you, um, yeah, you won't be carrying much speed. So because you're relying on gravity normally here, yeah, so yeah, it, it's really good for your technical skills. As soon as it rains, you, your eyes light up. But definitely, I'd try and get somewhere fast <laughs> and somewhere dry before the season, just to remind myself to um, to uh, ride a bit smoother. <laughs> And now you have now you're having uh, a little kid and um, a wife. So, do yeah. you spend the the whole summer in yeah in in Europe again, or will you traveling the whole time back to the UK? Or what's the plan for? Yeah. Or what was the plan for for this season? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. The plan was to come home a little bit more. So. Uh, yeah probably less the big the big trip in the van for the summer and more just uh go for the specific races um but i mean fiona and Bo, they were going to come to canada so we've got friends there and they'd probably have come out to petson as well so they they're free to travel a bit as well um but yeah it's, it's actually quite nice i mean i've been home now more than ever <laughs> and the trails more trails getting built and i don't know just Yeah, it's cool. It's cool being based from home and not the van. So, yeah, yeah. So I think I like <laughs> th this is one of the. So if you pick one good thing of the Corona crisis, it's definitely that yeah. everywhere they get. Yeah, they're building tons of trails everywhere. So it's it's yeah. great. So yeah, And yeah, that's it. Oh, definitely. I mean, I lo there's loads of well, there's loads of terrible things. Obviously, and you don't want to look at the news, but on a, a very personal basis, just from like your little door to to your little trails. Then, I mean, I haven't driven driven to the. It's a 20 minute ride. It's nothing. And I haven't 
driven that in uh, six weeks. I normally drive that every day, so it's like yeah. little things which I'm just going to keep keep with me. Um, yeah, just enjoy riding at home for a bit. And to prepare for um full EWS season, do you still working with yeah. a real training plan or do you just do what you want to do? Yeah, yeah I... I've gone through phases um, throughout the years with working with Alan Milway, who do, who's, who was my coach for a bit, and then just doing my own thing and then sort of jumping back on with him and getting some tips and then doing my own thing. So like last year um, and the year before, I just <clears throat> excuse me did my own thing because I, I really enjoy um, being my own coach as well. I think if you've got enough motivation, um, it's quite nice to... Uh, yeah, you can be more specific being your own coach um, unless you live next to them. But, so, yeah, do my own thing and yeah, keep a detailed training diary and make sure I'm making gains. And Yeah, it's really enjoyable. Nice. Um, yeah. And coming back to the corona crisis, when did you hear yeah. the first time about the corona thing and what did you think? Uh Yeah, I suppose I was pretty sceptical from the start, actually. Um, yeah, I heard about it. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't really do t do timings. About a month, three months, four months, I don't know, a while ago. <laughs> um, we were getting pre uh, prepared. Me and Lachlan were going out to Nice to do a, uh, our summer don't square turns off. Oh, sorry, pre-season don't square turns off training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, And, uh, yeah, we were sort of keeping a close eye on it and it just came, started coming out in Italy. And I was like, oh, I don't want to get stuck in uh, Nice Airport and not get home. And then we were like, oh, well, what will we do? Okay, we'll go. So we went out for five days and <clears throat> did all our shuttles there. And then we were, we were pretty careful through the airports. And then we were going to go to Colombia two weeks before the race and um, like take our time getting there and make a film on the way. Uh, so we were pretty touch and go whether we left thinking the race will get cancelled um, because they'll, they'll announce it later but they actually announced it the day before our flight so we our bikes were in boxes and then we just went, oh well let's not go then so yeah you could see it coming pretty obviously but I, I really wanted to do the first two races so <laughs> I thought if we can just do them and then and then have a lockdown of sorts, then that would be brilliant. But obviously, um, yeah, didn't quite happen. Yeah. And now, how is the situation in Fort William so far in the north? Uh, yeah, we've... Uh, it's, I mean, from a case perspective, it's pretty quiet. Um, yeah, we're, in, we're quite a far... A step removed from, from the nearest cities. So the Highland area, I think it's something like 300 on the actual count. It'll be a few more not tested um so the hospitals are relatively quiet no one's going in for a, any accidents or anything and there's no cases um and we're six weeks into lockdown here and i think scotland are going to be pretty careful um with it so that'll definitely be extended for quite a few more weeks and yeah just that's yeah just play it by ear and Don't be part of the chain and stay at yeah. home and ride my bike. That's pretty much where I'm at. So you, but you're able to ride your bike normal. So, or what means yeah. the lockdown in in Fort William? Yeah, uh, that's one thing which um, we're really lucky with in Britain. Was the lockdown 
included exercise, um, including running and, and riding a bike. So, um, yeah, I think if you live in the country, then you, you, you're very lucky. So out here, yeah, I can ride my bike. Um, there's the not, nah, not, no car, no far or something, the hashtag. So, uh, just don't do anything too sketchy. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I've taken up doing loads of cyclocross which has been a change get out for my morning ride and i've got a little time trial set up on my local canal so get blurry vision every morning doing that and then come home and then cruise about do some trials in the garden so yeah you basically can you can do pretty well uh up here normally the the roads and the highlands they are super busy during these times with all the tourists yeah but now it i think it's It's completely empty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty <laughs> empty. There's definitely more bikes on the roads than cars. Like the, my local, well, like the best road around here, quiet, nice road for doing a road ride or a gravel ride on. That's uh, yeah, you pass maybe thirty bikes <laughs> uh, where you'd normally pass maybe one. So yeah, it's got to be good for a few people getting out. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Many Brits moving to the sun at some point why did you stay mm. in fort william during your whole racing career so far oh why did i um yeah. uh, good question yeah i mean it, it's <laughs> um, it's so far far away and traveling to races is yeah. always a yeah. mission yeah it is a mission yeah uh i'm not sure i mean i've done When I was um, 17 and then 19, I did uh, full winters in New Zealand. Uh, and I did improve loads in that time. So I did really value that. That was cool. But in my summers, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I'm not sure. You just really like where you live, I think. And it's worth that extra day's travel because <laughs> it is quite a long way. But um Yeah, the Scottish series is really strong as well, and that's a really cool reason to come home. Um, we've got downhill league and an enduro league, so we can uh, do either. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting, definitely would be interesting. To become a more rounded athlete, definitely spending a summer in Spain or uh, in the Alps would be an interesting thing to try. But what means home for you? With, I mean, your your sister is riding bikes pretty good, and yeah. you have a lot yeah, of yeah. friends in in Fort William. Um, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, even if it's just your, well, it's obviously your friends and and family who live nearby. But even if it's just your, like, really basic trail, like we don't have loads of trails here, but you just love riding them. So. Uh, And you know all the good river spots and yeah, I'm not sure. It's just a really cool place to come back to for me. Um, I suppose you can mentally relax quite a lot when you come to to your home. So between races, it's quite nice to um, feel like you're not on the road. Yeah, I, to yeah. I totally understand. Anyway. I totally understand that. Mm. I'm probably the mm. biggest Scotland fanboy of all times. Oh yeah, you've been loads of times, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, so been up north as well. I yeah, I definitely understand that. Um, yeah, you had a very special childhood. You sailed around the world mm -hmm. with your parents and your sister. Um, yeah. 
what was it was it uh, exactly so what what did you uh, yeah so um we went around the atlantic which is close enough to the world but yeah we went um when i was 12 i think yeah um my sister must have been 14 we my parents took us out of school for a year and we on before that all our summer holi um summer holidays were always spent on the boat sailing around the scottish islands uh, which is a really good place for sailing and exploring there's loads of little anchorages and lots of islands to um to explore so we were already into it and my dad loves sailing uh so yeah they took us out of school for a year and we just loaded the boat up and then sailed uh, around the atlantic clockwise direction followed the trade winds and just stopped off at lots of different places on the way and yeah it was a really cool thing to do and definitely how, really chuffed we did it how long was the whole trip it was just one year so i just missed one year of school um and yeah that was good didn't have bikes on the boat though that was quite sad <laughs> i was just getting into like riding about on my, my bike at home but we rented them a couple of times and that was my highlights of the trip and uh did you take anything from this uh, from the, uh, that time to yeah where you yeah. build up your life so that's pretty um uh, i think uh, Do you understand what I mean? I mean, I lost my English uh, yeah. right now, but <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Oh, it gives you loads of confidence, definitely, just to, um, I don't know, just, well, I had so much freedom when we were doing that. Um, visiting all new places, I'd just row ashore myself or swim ashore and go and explore and all these different islands. Uh, and Yeah, even little things like tying knots and, building fires and catching fish and like lots of little skills which you can just really pleased to have now um and yeah so then like building like when i wanted to go to the races first like a few years later after i got home then just built like kitted out a van um and it's kind of just like a little boat driving about in a van it's the same principle same theory so you just <laughs> yeah you know exactly what you're doing straight away and it was yeah It was like my version of sailing um, was on the road and with a bike. Uh, and yeah, so I suppose I drew from my experiences of sailing quite a lot. Nice. Mm -hmm. So um, you want to, <clears throat> to take part of the first EWS races in, in Colombia. They are now yeah. postponed. Will you take part in the yeah. races um, when, they, when they take place? Uh, uh, I think it's yeah. Oh yes, the correct answer is yes, but uh, it's so up in the air. I think I know they've been postponed till November now, so that is um, would be brilliant. I've just yeah got such vivid um, I don't know visions of uh, being out there. I love Columbia. I raced there before, and it was one of my favorite races. So I'd love to be there and do the urban stage and uh, yeah, just really looking forward to that but then obviously um yeah you gotta really be careful at the moment so mm. i think if it's november and everything quiets down then then we'll definitely be there yeah definitely and when racing starts again which race yeah. is the one you're looking forward to the most um well when they come back through I've, well it's just my guesses but i'm i'm assuming that regional racing will come back before global racing so um so yeah we'll probably be doing a little bit within scotland to start with and that they're 
some of my favorite races are around here so we've got um venues which you'll have ridden probably outside of a race like lagan or kinlot leaving mm-hmm. uh, and it'd just be nice to get to a race on on whatever level um so i think coming back to something like that i'm really excited for uh and then on a world level whether it's this year or next year then colombia <laughs> would be brilliant it, it, although it's like a sort of tropical it's like a tropical version of fort william i think uh, <laughs> it's good ah, cool so yeah. yeah hey joe thanks a lot yeah. for your time oh, and uh, yeah, we wish pleasure. you all the best and hopefully racing starts soon again yeah i really hope so and then yeah maybe we talk again and see how your how your season yeah um, let's do that has been cool thanks a yeah. lot okay thanks toby yeah i'll speak to you next time <laughs> bye bye okay cheers <laughs>